promises of the great society have been shot down on the battlefield of Vietnam, making the poor, white and Negro, bear the heaviest burdens both at the front and at home. You know, it wasn't the thing he had to do. I think it was a, it was, it was not a political thing, because I turned out, I think it was kind of like a death knell for him. But it was a very brave thing for him to do, because he went against all the people, you know, who we considered reasonable. Others can do what they want to do. That's their business. Other civil rights leaders, for various reasons, refuse or can't take a stand or have to go along with the administration. That's their business. But I must say tonight that I know that justice is indivisible. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. The world now demands a maturity of America that we may not be able to achieve. It demands that we admit that we have been wrong from the beginning of our adventure in Vietnam, that we have been detrimental to the life of the Vietnamese people. The situation is one in which we must be ready to turn sharply from our present way. The New Testament says, repent. It is time for America to repent now, for the kingdom of God is at hand. As we counsel young men concerning military service, we must clarify for them our nation's role in Vietnam and challenge them with the alternative of conscientious objections. And I say this morning that it is my hope that every young man in this country who finds this war objectionable and abominable and unjust file as a conscientious objection. Now let me tell you the truth about it. They must see Americans as strange liberators. Do you realize that the Vietnamese people proclaimed their own independence in 1945? This way of settling differences is not just Sending men home from dark and bloody battlefields, physically handicapped and psychologically deranged, cannot be reconciled with wisdom, justice, and love. A nation that continues year after year to spend more money on military defense than on programs of social uplift is approaching spiritual death. Don't let anybody make you think that God chose America as his divine messianic force to be a sort of policeman of the whole world. God has a way of standing before the nations with judgment and it seems that I can hear God saying to America, you are too arrogant. 
you don't change your ways, I will rise up and break the backbone of your power. And I'll place it in the hands of a nation that doesn't even know my name. I think the moral force of Dr. King's opposition had to be a, an enormous body blow to the president. That's when I first observed him not meeting with Dr. King. And I don't think Dr. King came into the White House many times after that. He went from being someone whom Lyndon Johnson had brought to the White House on his way back from winning the Nobel Prize to someone once he gave his speech um, attacking the war in 67, and you'll have to pardon the language, Johnson referred to as a nigger preacher. I want to make it very clear that I'm going to continue with all of my might, with all of my energy, and with all of my action to oppose that abominable, evil, unjust war in Vietnam. Martin King, as you know, came out and gave a speech called Why I'm Opposed to Vietnam. And in that speech, he talked about God's judgment on America. He talked about America being arrogant. This is King, who we love so much and revere and have the holiday and cast as a dreamer. He talked about an arrogant America. He talked about God's judgment on America. And he said these words at the time, that the U.S. is the greatest purveyor of violence in the world today. The minute he said that, he fell off the list of the most admired Americans. In 1967, they disinvited him to the White House. Here's a guy who in 64 and 65 helped Lyndon Johnson sign the Voting Rights and Civil Rights Act. In 67, a couple years later, they disinvite him from the White House. In 68, they shoot him dead. Part of being a patriot means to stand wow. as a truth teller and say what's got to be said. He what's wrong right now? Just so you don't get into trouble. The they that disinvited him from the White House is a little different than the they who shot him dead. I can debate no? you. No? I can debate you. Really? I can debate you. It's an evil war. No matter where it leads, no matter what abuses it may bring, I'm going to tell the truth. We've burned down too many rice fields. We've run too many peasants and humble people out of their villages and out of their little huts. It's time, America, to come on home from Vietnam. It scared the army that a man had that much strength in the United States um, could influence a war that they were losing. In 1993, then reporter Steve Tompkins wrote a series of articles for the Memphis Commercial Appeal, claiming that Army intelligence officers were certain King was leading a revolution. And they felt that if Dr. King was turning against the war, and Dr. King was saying, I'm going to shut down the government to stop this war, Dr. King then was becoming an enemy. And when King announced plans to lead hundreds of thousands in a poor people's march on Washington, James Earl Ray's attorney, William Pepper, says, government leaders became even more alarmed. And when they viewed the Pentagon demonstration in October of 67, they, they, they got what they saw, thought was a taste of barbarians at the gate. William Pepper's controversial theory, now embraced by the King family, 
is that the government's fear of Dr. King was behind the plot to kill him. And so he was never going to be allowed to bring that mass of humanity to Washington. That, I believe, was the primary reason why he was killed. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life, longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know the night that we as a people will get to the promised land.